Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogena Raphael. Our focus today is on work-life balance. Overworked, stressed to the max, and on the verge of burnout. Does that sound familiar? Experts say this is usually the symptoms of a person without a work-life balance. People who think, live, and breathe for their work. The demands of work have never been greater. The need to succeed has never been more crucial. Lifestyle habits and ideals have never been higher. Technology has made it easier for people to work around the clock. Every email can be sent straight to your phone during dinner. A work call is only a touch away, and you are even able to work from home now because of the advancements of technology. Hustle has become a buzzword around the work culture. People who hustle will work day in, day out to get the job done. They will work maximum hours and do whatever it takes to succeed in their pursuit. They certainly don't have so-called work-life balance. God actually wants us to work. He wants us to succeed and excel in all that we do. In fact, the word for work in the Hebrew scripture, avodah, is also the word for worship. The question is, where do we draw the line? It is the need to answer this question that has made the concept of work-life balance popular. The concept encourages a certain separation of work and life that will supposedly allow individuals to have the best of both worlds without one negatively impacting the other. This is the myth of work-life balance. It presumes that our work lives and personal lives are mutually exclusive. It operates under the false assumption that we can leave the worries of our personal life at home and the stress and anxiety of a daily work diminishes when we clock out for the day. I believe that it is a difficult, if not impossible, goal. A goal that I believe tends to increase our anxiety level rather than alleviate it. We cannot separate our personal lives and our work lives. They are intrinsically linked. We think about work things at home and personal things at work. We live only one life, not two, or even more mutually exclusive lives. Christ addresses this double-minded lifestyle in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, and I quote, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. End of quote. Some Christians have attempted to resolve this dilemma by the typical mantra of God first, family second, and work third. I don't know where we got this idea, but it wasn't from the Bible. Jesus certainly didn't live this way. The truth is, work life can't be balanced. And you know why? Because life itself cannot be balanced. We'll take a break here, and I'll be back in a moment. Listen to this by Dr. Sam Adeyemi of Daystar Christian Center. You bring fresh perspectives to the topic. I told someone last week that I see some major shifts coming in 2020, and some of them will be doctrinal. God will bring things and people he has been grooming on the fringes to the main line. You, your money, and God confirms that for me. I like the depth of research. The church should have approached the questions on tithing with research, but it did with anger. 
And this by Steve Harris, Top Business Coach. This is an amazing book, incredibly balanced and kingdom focused. I don't find many pastors that think this way, and I'm glad you do. It doesn't pander to religion, but causes the reader to have deep thoughts and focus on critical thinking, just like the Berean Christians. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a treatise that if our generation was to rewrite the Bible for our life and times, since we are also apostles, this would definitely be in the New Testament. And also this by Dr. Tayo Oyedeji, founder and CEO of Overwood. Thanks for sharing your beautifully written book with me. It's a trove of treasures. I like the writing style, content, and graphic work. Well done. They're all talking about You, Your Money, and God by Tony Aliogena Raphael. This book will shift your paradigm. Now available on Amazon, Conga.com, and Okada Books in paperback, hardcover, and soft copy. Buy now and get a bonus workbook. Welcome back. How then are we supposed to live? So rather than create a ladder of priorities, God expects us to have a bicycle wheel structure to life where God is at the hub of everything we do. He has given us a mission to serve him and his people. Therefore, there is more to life than walking to live and living to work. If you examine the life of Christ as captured in the Gospels, you will notice that he lived life in rhythm. When he was supposed to be walking, he gave it his all, his very life. When he was supposed to be doing life with God or people, he was fully present physically, emotionally, and mentally. No one has ever been more passionate about people than Jesus. However, he didn't just live at the whims of people, even his own family. So what do we learn from Jesus? Wherever you are, be there. When you're at work, be at work. Don't be on Facebook. Don't be on the phone every hour with your family. Be a good steward of your job. That honors God. When you are at home, be there. Not on the phone, not on your laptop, not on Facebook. Be with your family. Be fully present, physically and mentally. That honors God. That's following the way of Jesus. Life in rhythm. Balance says that we should give equal energy and attention to everything at the same time. However, not only is this idea not possible really, it is not biblical. Take the biblical idea of Sabbath. The very word Sabbath means to stop or cease from something. God wants us to work six days. It doesn't deserve our second or third burst. Take your vacation time, all of it. And when on vacation, be on vacation. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't answer your cell phone. That's what voicemail is for. Set up your voicemail to say, I am on vacation. Have some of you and God time. Find the quietest part of your day every day and be still and know that he's God. Take some time to read God's word and pray. No, you won't get quite as much done if you stop for 30 minutes and do nothing. But you would be reminded again that you don't have to get everything done. In a nutshell, learn to prioritize from God's point of view. Many times, God is teaching us to prioritize our time rather than attempting to accomplish everything. Make a single list of professional and personal things that need to be done. Honor your employer and don't use your time to accomplish personal tasks unless absolutely necessary. There will still be periods 
when you will need to spend an inordinate amount of time on professional and personal tasks. But that is still prioritizing your life based on Christ's objective and not your own. Anytime you fail to prioritize your whole life with a single focus on Christ results in failing to honor his sovereign and redemptive work. This becomes a self-discipline issue, not a work-life balance. Life is best lived in rhythms. Thank you for joining me today. Do have a wonderful week ahead and God bless.